Hey, welcome back once again to The Real Podcast, where we are continually talking about relevant, engaging, actionable life and how we as believers can live it each and every week, not just on a Sunday, but most importantly, all the other six days right. <laughs> out of the week. Um, and we come to you this week, uh, frankly, tackling uh, tackling the probably the most prominent discussion that's been having. We're not talking about COVID. We're talking about, let's call it, you know, call it what it is, race in America. Yeah, race in America. And the fact that that if you've been watching the news, if you've been uh, reading any of the news articles, I'm sure you know it's been all over social media and many platforms and many many different discussions. People have their opinion, yeah. And we're not here for opinion. We're here to talk Jesus and the facts of what the situation is. Yeah. And the reality is, um, with with what has happened with the death death of Mr. Floyd, that um, there's an issue that has been, I think, quiet for a long time, and it's just racism. And I say it's quiet in a long time. Because those of us who haven't directly been impacted by it, we don't necessarily, we're not necessarily aware of what's going on. We're not aware of what the impact has. But the reality is, is that it does impact us. And although you may not see the effects of it immediately in your life, the effects are there. You may just not recognize them. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to dive into it because listen, for there's going to be a lot of listeners who's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're tackling this. This is why we. This is what the church has been called to do. Yeah, yeah. it's to tackle the issues that everybody else calls other yeah. oh, faux pas. I don't want to talk about opinion. What that is? Listen, we got the word that is very clear. We have a, G, a God and Jesus and a Savior that loves us and it call, calls us to be equal and loving and caring for all of us. And that's why we're tackling these topics and these subjects. So uh, let's just dive straight into it. The yeah. the events of this last week uh, of of what has happened, where's the nation at, where, what has been happening in the news? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you go first. Well, uh, I'll, the, the event in and of itself with uh, the, the, the pitting of, of uh, Mr. Floyd uh, underneath uh, the multiple police officers for uh, almost nine minutes as, he, as, his, as his life was, uh, was, was squelched um, and his voice was silenced. And then the, the reaction from uh, the community in terms of, how it um, how it resonated with 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 the people, and then um, the outpouring of of, of protests, and then the, uh, the writing that followed, and um, all of the emotion and all of the uh, everything that came along with that. And it's just yeah. been, I think, it's really just been a traumatic event uh, for the entire country, no matter what you know what part of the political spectrum, whatever your background is, to see a life like that. Uh, ended in in such a manner in America is yeah. is is shocking for anyone. Yeah, and, and you know, for me, I'll jump in right quick. Kinsley is that I think that this is an important discussion that we have here today with our listeners today because you know we live in Enid, America. We're you know relatively sheltered in this region of Oklahoma, and yeah. I, and there's a lot of people. And I'll be honest with you, I'll fall into that trap too. Well, that's in Minneapolis. You know, that was in Atlanta. That was East Coast. That was West Coast. It didn't really necessarily affect me here in my hometown. Yeah. And it's easy to fall into that trap. And as you look around, even to people on social media, it's just, there's a lot of response to this that I think people are bringing that they don't realize some of the things that they're saying in the response. And so that's why we felt it very important that we come and have a discussion because until you really know somebody's pain, yeah. somebody's perspective, mm -hmm. then it's hard to really uh, evaluate your response. And, and to be honest with you, sometimes we can just say some things that, you know, it's kind of stupid sometimes yeah. and, or put a, our feet in or, or sometimes. And even one thing I've learned is even silence is a voice. If we're yeah. not saying yeah. something in that, you know, if I've got somebody in my world that's hurting, you know, uh, the Christian response is that we weep with those who weep, we rejoice with those who rejoice. Yeah. And so I think as the body of Christ, 
we have to respond. Yeah. Yes. Because no response is a response. You know? yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it, it, the. It's it's really difficult in these particular situations because we see what 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 happened in this particular uh, time. But it wasn't too long ago where we had an incident here in, in Enid in Garfield yeah. County where uh, the 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 man was uh, in the county jail and had been strapped down to a chair for uh, basically two and a half days um, and 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 died uh, as you know. Play, uh, trays of food were placed around him, but he died a slow death sitting there while in the, while under um, the in custody. Yes. And so these these are we're not immune to you know th- these types of uh, atrocities taking place um, inside of of our community. And so it's important when these these poignant ma- uh, moments in history take place for us to pause and to think: Is this time for us to pivot? Is it time for us to take a uh, take a self check of ourselves as human beings to say, are we doing everything right, and is are there things that we can do in order to be able to make it better for all of us as a collective yeah. people? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's um, if you hadn't watched the video, I know we've talked about it. The video has been out there for a while. I mm-hmm. mean, you can uh, you can see the anxiety of the people standing around saying, "No, man, that, there's like something wrong. Like you've got to yeah. get off this guy." Yeah, yeah. Um, and as you watch it, it's. I mean, if we're just having an honest, uh, honest conversation, it's disgusting. Yeah. Like it's, it's gross to, th- to think that a person was suffering and everybody stood there and nobody did anything. Yeah. And, and for nine minutes, you watch this happen. Yeah. And where is the humanity in it? Like, where is this? And this is one of the things that, man, it's, it's, it's uh, I think it's rocked all of us to your core who have been humble enough to say, I don't know what it's like. I have yeah. no idea, but I do care enough about my friends and I do care enough about my family to try to find out uh, yeah. and, and see what, what does this mean? Like what, what is the actual struggle? What is the actual thing that's taking place? And the thing that just grips me is that there, there is such a lack of empathy and such a lack of, uh, of realizing that we're human. Yeah. That we're and all that, human. That we are yeah. all human. Yeah. 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 And, and and I, it, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and just saying, in the midst of that, like, and we'll get to this in the second segment, that uh, we have people that are trying to defend one side or another, and there's mm-hmm. not a defense to one side or another. Like, yeah. let's get down to the root cause of what it is, is that we're yeah. human, man. Like, we're yeah. human beings. And yeah. that since when has it gotten, since when have we gotten to the place where it is more important to defend a side uh, of whether writing is right or writing is wrong and whether w- there should be protests and get down to the the argument of really what it is, is that, man, we're humans and we need to see each other for humans yeah, and not yeah. see each other for, for what we project upon other people. Yeah, let me jump in here real quick because going back to what you were just discussing there, because I think some people, you know, I think uh, unintentionally they, they saw that and their mind went to, well, what did he do? Yeah. But the reality is this man... Uh, died in the streets of our nation. Um, there, it, it it helped identify, I think, a problem because I like something. I know we've all probably listened to some services from last Sunday yeah, from other yeah, churches. Yeah. And, uh, there was one uh, with John Gray that was just phenomenal, and he Super made that good. comment. He said, "You know, if if any of us was in a downtown area and had a dog, and had our neck on a dog in the middle of the street for nine minutes." Yeah. There's not one of us that probably wouldn't have been hauled off to jail. Yeah. But people looked at that and they're like, well, what did he do to deserve that? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of realizing, you know, they try, in other words, yeah. I think they try to justify. And I think that's why it helps r- reveal that we do have a problem still in our nation of kind of looking at 
not intentionally, uh, uh, that there is some racism there that's an underlying theme. But, of course, you look at our nation. We're just, what, three generations away from major issues. I mean, we oh, yeah. maybe not even three generations. Some, some from two different age, well, it's I maybe can, two generations. I can but. tell you, my, my mother used to tell me stories of when she was a child in Mississippi, um, and, you know, back, you know, ni- 1940s, 1950s, where you still had, you know, whites only, um, you know, water fountains yeah. or whites only bathrooms. And, you know, she told me about a time where uh, she it was a hot day and she was just really thirsty. And the um, the, the blacks or the the the, the Negro fountain uh, wasn't working. Um, and so she went to go get a, a drink out of the, the whites only fountain. Um, and she was just horribly scolded from this uh, uh, from this older white woman that called her everything but what her name was at that wow. time. And, you know, this is my mother. You know, mm-hmm. this you know, we're not talking about, you know, generations and generations ago. We're just talking, you know, this is a generation yeah. We're 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 at a time uh, now uh, where we're still experiencing this. So, you know, as difficult it is, I mean, we have we've we've made progresses in some areas, but I think this was a, a, a self-check for us to understand that we haven't gotten as far as we thought we had. Yeah. 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 And, and, and even in that, um, there's one of the things that that we've all if you haven't had the chance to just sit down and talk to any of us, it's there's one thing that I'm very big on. <laughs> And then I think we're all becoming bigger on as we evaluate ourselves and evaluate what's, what's going on. Is taking the time to stop and ask ourselves, do I actually understand what's going on? And, and the easiest—that's uh, a good point. Right the there. easiest thing in a marriage, oftentimes, is that when you get into an argument or when you get into a discussion, most of the time, our immediate reaction is, "Well, what am I going to say back? What is my rebuttal? How is it that I can make my point known so that I win and they lo- they lose, and that you know they they understand where I'm coming from?" And the the most important piece—it doesn't matter where you're coming from. Yeah. What truly matters is understanding where the other person is coming from. Yeah. Because yeah. how can you, as an individual, have any influence or any understanding or, or even think that you understand if you haven't taken the time to understand where the other person is coming from? Yeah. Yeah. How many, like, there's no winning or losing an argument because we all lose when we don't stop to take the time and say, hey, man, you gotta listen. I don't understand. I remember a year ago, where, was it a year ago? Uh, I think it was a year ago. Yeah, it's about a year ago. Probably one of the first times we had coffee where I, yeah. <laughs> where I asked the dumbest question and be like, hey, man, I don't understand racism. Does this exist? Like, is this a real thing? It was yeah. it was one of the first, you know, one, one of the other situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I felt really stupid asking it because, you know, I've never experienced anything like that. I, I have no idea. Yeah. But um, it was in that moment of saying, I don't understand this. Like, tell me what the truth is about it. And, and the eye-opening moment where he like, dude. Yeah, you rattle off three examples that had happened literally in our own town yeah. that you had experienced yeah. in the last week. Yeah, yeah. And I just couldn't even believe that that was that was something that was real. And it, it takes that moment of us saying, you know what? Before I spout my mouth off and share an article that I don't actually understand, or give my yeah. opinion that nobody probably cares about, maybe I should stop and take yeah. a moment and understand what the actual situation is from people who have actually experienced it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot of emotions that are really raw right now. Yeah. And it really boils down to, you know, the bottom line of all this, uh, the people just want to be heard. Yeah. People want to just be heard. And you mentioned marriage uh, there and just something Lord just kind of was stern in me was how that in my marriage, I'm sure this has never happened to either one of you guys, but you can tend to... <laughs> I'll already say it. <laughs> <laughs> you can tend to kind of, you, you, you're, you know, you're never going to have an issue-free marriage. So we tend to kind of just sweep things under the carpet, sweep things under the carpet. 
but if you continue to sweep the same issue under the carpet long enough, you're eventually going to have an explosion. Hmm. I don't know, in Tammy and I's marriage, when we've had those explosions, it's just, it usually comes down to this, honey, I just need you to hear me. Mm-hmm. Don't belittle my feelings, hear me yeah. in that. And it's not until there was an explosion that we stopped to deal with it. And I think that's what we're at right now as a nation. We've this has just been a repetitive issue, you know, and we're not here to talk about logistics. Sure. Was he guilty? You know, that's that's not what it's about. It's about yeah. the race in America and how can we build bridges to yeah. continue the healing, to be Jesus to our world, to bring where Jesus prayed, God, I pray that they're one just as you and I are one. Yeah. We see the love of God, how he embraced the marginalized, those that were hurting, those who were in pain, those that at that time, the woman with the issue of blood, it was illegal for her to be in public with her issue, but he mm-hmm. stopped it and he embraced it and he brought healing to that situation. And so just like a marriage that interrupts, and it's time to just hop and have the discussion. And that's all that we're encouraging people to do is stop and hear yeah, yeah. What the, what's being said. It's, 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 I love the analogy that you use when you start talking about uh, the relationship with you and your spouse, because that infers intimacy. It, re- it requires relationship. Yeah. And so the, the, the fix to all of this is, is that relationship because it's a lot harder to ignore the problems of somebody that somebody that you have an intimate relationship with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so our, our nation is, is, is faced, we're in a state of indifference. If it's not my problem, then it's not my problem and yeah. I don't focus mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. And so until we build those bridges, um, we're, we're going to be stuck here. And, uh, you know, I think back to, um, you know, scripture uh, with, with when talking about Lazarus mm. um, and, and, you know, every, they've come into uh, Jesus and telling Jesus that, uh, that Lazarus is going, is going to die and we've got to hurry up. We've got to go, you know, take care of Lazarus before Lazarus dies. So Lazarus ends up dying. Um, and so all this weeping is taking place. Now, Jesus already knows what's going yeah. to take place, mm-hmm. but Jesus had the, the empathy and the compassion enough to be able to feel the pain of the people who were hurting. And so yeah. he wept with them. Yeah. He knew what was still going to happen, but yeah. he felt their pain. Oh, that's good. And had empathy for where they were at and what mm-hmm. they were feeling enough to be able to we- weep with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless of what he already knew was going to take place later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's where good. we need to be as Christians, to weep with those who are weeping and to look at their pain and their hurt, even if we don't understand, yeah. but care enough about them to share in their pain, share in their anguish, because they mean, they mean enough yeah. to us to do that. Yeah, and you look at another story from Jesus' life mm-hmm. as the parable he shares. Uh, you know, he starts out the scripture we all love. God, he said, what's the most important thing? He was asked. He says, well, love God and love people. Mm-hmm. Uh, love your neighbor as yourself. So yeah. the guy responds and says, well, who's my neighbor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jesus goes into an incredible story that I think we forget about sometimes. It's the parable of the Good Samaritan. That's right. But the Good Samaritan showed up, a guy that was, you know, you talk about racism. It was yeah. in back in that time, big time. Yep. But here's a Jewish man in the ditch that despised Samaritans, but yet that Samaritan crossed over his racial mm-hmm. boundaries there and helped the guy. Yeah. But the thing we forget so many times is there was two guys previously. Mm-hmm. There was the Levite, yeah. you know, and then there was the priest there that showed yeah. up. Yeah. People, uh, you know, of the church. Exactly. Yeah. And basically, they chose not to give time to the pain yeah. that the man was in. Yeah. In that, and it's just the Lord's been stirring in my heart. You know, is this? You know, we as the body of Christ, we should be leading the charge to building that bridge 
to combat any racism that does exist, whether yeah. it's in a town of being in Oklahoma where, you yeah. know, yeah, we still have it. Maybe not like some of the other towns, of course. Sure. I mean, uh, but still, how do we build that bridge? And then we're not talking about just a black issue either. Sure. I mean, we're talking, you know, uh, into our Hispanic community, into our Marshallese community, mm-hmm. those things. But we need to be, as, as if we really believe what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross of Calvary, mm-hmm. that he died for all men, that we're to love all men, that we need to be on the forefront, not drifting and lagging behind. And I've been guilty yeah. of lagging behind in yeah. this too, but you know, yeah. that's why we're here. That's, that's, uh, it's brought a whole new meaning of, of, as we say, the vision of what we do here at World Harvest Church, taking a real Jesus to a real world, yeah. which when you really think about it, I mean, that's the call, that's a great commission of what we've been called to do to begin with. Yeah. But the reality of what that means is that in order to take a real Jesus to a real world, you have to have the heart that Christ had. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't have the heart that Christ had, what that means is say, Lord, break my heart for the things that break your heart. You know, there was yeah. a song a long time yeah. ago, Carrie Job did. I can't even remember the name of the song, but um, it, it was exactly that. It, Turn my heart towards your heart. Let yeah. my break heart. Um, let my heart break for the things that breaks your heart. Yeah. yeah. Let my heart rejoice for the things that your heart rejoices for. Yeah. And there's so many times, and here's the hard pill to swallow, honestly, is that there's a lot of times we as Christians will say, oh, yeah, man, I, yeah, totally, yeah, I know exactly what God, we have not, it, for a second, we haven't taken a second to find out what his heart is about it. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. projected our opinion upon what we think Christ's heart is, Yeah. but our uh, our projection of what we think it is actually is very contrary to what the Word says. Yeah. yeah. Because I don't know anywhere in the Word right now where it's justifying uh, justifying of, of treating anybody different. Yeah. Or I don't know anywhere in the word, word where it's saying, if you break my stuff, I'm okay to shoot and kill you. Yeah. Like what, what, what it, where, it where it doesn't say that that's yeah. not what the word says. Yeah. And if we, if you, if we want to be so quick to give our opinions, your opinion better be founded on what the word says. Yeah. And this is the point to me, you know, you've heard me harp on it several times before that everything is an opportunity, although heartbreaking, although tragic, yeah. Although just disgusting to think about what what that is, it is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's an opportunity for the church to be the light that it was called to be, yeah. to yeah. truly be the Samaritan that does stop yeah. on the side stop of the road and does say, you know what? <laughs> when one of us is hurting, all yeah. of us are hurting. Yeah. It's not a you problem. It's yeah. not a them problem. It's a us problem. But the, the, the key to that is this. You have to be more concerned about their soul than you are about your own possessions or yeah. your own sake. Mm-hmm. And the, the demonstration uh, that, that Christ displayed was this. He was willing to give him of himself, mm-hmm. not just of his possessions, but everything that he had for the sake of the people and the sake of the people in which he loved. Mm-hmm. That's the model that we're supposed to be following after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I read a quote not too long ago that said this, you're never going to be able to preach the gospel to an individual when you haven't even seen the issue that they're facing right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. And good. if you look at what Christ did, whether it was a, a person suffering from leprosy or whatever the case may be, he addressed their issue to, in, in order for them to be able to realize and see who he really was. Yeah. And if That's we are good. willing to, if we're going to look past the issues of the people that are suffering, that are crying out in pain and in anger because of, of, of suffering, why in the world would they be? You think they're going to be we- willing to hear the gospel from your mouth? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And something I posted this yeah. morning was that we tend to love in the context of the position that we're in. Yeah. In other words, if you if you believe like I believe, if you think like I think, then it's really easy to love you. But we struggle in loving those that not in our context of the world that we've created around us. Yeah. And we are living in a very diver- diverse world. Yeah. 
uh, today. And Enid is very diverse. It's growing yeah. diverse more and more. And and like I shared earlier, this isn't just a the the current issue is what happened there uh, to to Floyd, but it's it's a issue. How do we as a church and be the body of Christ in a diverse yeah. world? Yeah, because. It's not. We're not just talking about the black issue, but mm-hmm. it's 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 a economic issue. If you don't make as much money as me, if you're mm-hmm. poor, if you're on welfare, the way I see you, yeah. it's are you are you a little overweight? I mean, are you really overweight? It's yeah. amazing how that in itself. I see oh, that yeah. even in our society. Studies about the, it. All the over. race. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's another bomb. Is Democrat or uh, the affiliation of political parties, Democrats, yeah. Republicans, Independents, yeah. Independent, because you see even that yeah. as being this divisive thing, and so. Yeah. But we, as the body of Christ, we got to move above that yeah. a world system to be able to love. In other words, to to love our diverse world the way God would love, exactly. even when they were not in context to my little box that I've created. Yeah. You know, red, yeah. yellow, black, and white, rich, poor, fat, skinny, yeah. you know, whatever, uh, homosexual, straight, you know, we still got to, our number one command yeah. is to love That's right. all. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's the truth, man. We uh, first, thanks so much for being with us here at the Real Podcast. Listen, we didn't say it was going to be easy. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the Real Podcast is about: is d- truly talking about the issues that are a challenge with to live a relevant, engaging, actionable life um, here, right here at World Harvest Church. So we're going to be right back after a short break, and we're going to talk about no kidding here in Enid, Oklahoma, here in our own town. Uh, how does this issue directly impact us? Because it does. If we think it doesn't, we're wrong. Unless we just acknowledge that to begin with. So we'll be right back right here on the Real Podcast. Hey, welcome back to The Real Podcast, where once again, we are diving into the issues that are no kidding, actual issues here, because we love talking about how we as Christians can live a relevant, engaging, actionable life, thus the real podcast. Um, and and uh, I mean, we, we have been talking about race in America, and it's no joke, like there's an issue. It's yeah. n- there's a problem happening, happening and it's the Christian church as believers, as followers of Christ, whose first commandment was to love your neighbor. Like, we can't ignore this. We wouldn't want to ignore this. Mm-hmm. And it's our time to talk about these issues. So if you are just tuning in with us, please go back and watch the first part because uh, the second part yeah. is building off of that where we yeah. wanted to dive into, you know, if you're in Enid America, if you're in kind of rural America and you say, well, this doesn't apply to me, you're wrong. I don't know how else to say it. You're yeah. wrong. <laughs> it does directly apply to you. Um, and it applies to you because it just as Pastor said before, it, race, you know, the, 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 the segregation that takes place between ethnicity, between race, between background, between physical makeup, between you know gender identification, between your your the uh, you know, the whatever sex you are, with homos, homosexual or, or straight, mm-hmm. like there is always segregation that's taking place, mm-hmm. uh, and it's time that we talk about it. Like as believers, yeah. as Christians, and I love the point that you left off with. Like you can't act like this doesn't happen because it does, and it doesn't yeah. matter what color your skin is, or it doesn't matter what your ethnicity is, yeah. like it's time to start treating humans like humans and yeah. people like people and loving them like Christ called them to. But but there is an issue. And here specifically in Enid, Oklahoma, yeah. uh, there is an issue. Yes, We have our own challenges in the city of Enid. Yeah. I mean, you're, 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 uh, you yeah. are connected to the city of Enid. Definitely. And you we, see this all the time. Oh, yeah. We, we have uh, <laughs> multiple issues uh, that have come up. I've had issues with my family, uh, uh, instances with my children. When you say uh, I- issues, like issues of what? 
like racism. I've I've had overt racism at, uh, acts uh, you know made against my family. My child was uh, bullied on the bus with other children, uh, other children, and called names, um, and 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 just treated in a horrific way to the point to where uh, you know my child got off of the bus before their stop because they just couldn't take it anymore, mm-hmm. um, and 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 tried to find their way home. They were still miles away from the house, but yeah. when you're treated in such a way to where and you feel helpless and there's no one to help, yeah, um, it's 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 a terrible thing for for any person to endure. And yeah. so um, this, it, it's, it's, it's a real thing. And so these conversations have to happen and, yeah. you know, it has to happen across color lines. Yeah. Parents need to be talking to their children. Yeah. Like yeah. these conversations are real. And, you know, if we choose not to address it, the problems are just going to get wor- worse yeah. and it's going yeah. to turn into a powder keg like, like we're seeing now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we live in such a, the diverse world that we do live in. It's, it's become more diverse, but, you know, we as a body of Christ got to have that right approach. Like I was sharing a little bit earlier, but you know, we've got to look back and it's not, uh, cause I've heard people say, well, I'm colorblind. Yeah. Well, that's not it. No, no we're not saying you do for you to be colorblind. What we're, cause I'm recognized my brother, yeah. but I, he, I don't gauge his, our relationship based up on, you know, even the caller. He's, yeah. he's, you know, I don't like, cause he's the black guy. He's my friend, sure. but it's cause of his character and the anointing and, and the gifting that's inside of him that I've brought him close into my yeah. life yeah. in that I, I value him. I'm not colorblind. You know, when yeah. I stop, I realize there's a lot of times I'm like, oh, wow, you are yeah. black. Well, you know, yeah. but, but it's not being colorblind. Sure. It's being color, we're color blessed because yes, it's realizing the values mm-hmm. that each person carries yeah. and place an honor upon that, which what God has created you in there. Yeah. And that's good because if, if, if you attribute uh, intelligence, you know, to, to a pigmentation, um, there, there's some inherent ignorance in that. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, people... I mean, just just think about that statement for a <laughs> yeah, second. <I> <laughs> just think about that statement for a second. Yeah. yeah. And if you're listening to this and you've thought, well, no, there's a difference. You just need to slap yourself because yeah. that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. That we even have to make that delineation. Yeah. Yeah. That it's based on somebody's the color of their skin or their yeah. ethnicity or how they grew up. That somehow they as an individual are less than. Like. Yeah. Just. Yeah. How yeah. is that even a discussion yeah. right now? I like the but concept. We all bleed red. Yeah. But well, we're all just different shades of brown. It's well, and it's, and I love that. It, but if you if you think back to our own creation and who created us, um, and how God created us with His own two hands, uh, to to insult someone else because of how what God created them to be is yeah. insulting God. And yeah. you know, God didn't create anybody to be, uh, uh to, you know to be treated in the manner yeah. in which some some people are being treated. It's just uh, not, yeah. you know, if we saw them through the lens in which God seed them, yeah, see, yeah. there's no way we would treat them in that manner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, the word prejudice, we think of prejudice a lot. And I love what I heard years ago, what prejudice actually means. It means to, if you break down the word, it means to prejudge somebody. Mm-hmm. So good. when I'm prejudiced, if I'm, if I'm prejudiced against you, I've already prejudged you. Yeah based upon what I see, not about who you are inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know like we talk about the context of this in Enid, you are a Marshallese community. We see a lot of that happen here in a Marshallese community yeah. that there's a there is a prejudice against them. In fact, there's a prejudice, there's a stereotypical prejudice that has been placed upon them, you know, that you should probably shouldn't rent your house to a Marshallese because mm-hmm. they're going to destroy your house. And if I'm a a, a renter, a, a homeowner and I want to rent my house, if I I can be prejudiced to you because of your race, yeah, or yeah. I could stop and I say, let me evaluate your character, not yeah. based upon your yeah. race, but the character of who you are. Mm-hmm. Then I'm crossing the bridge yeah. and not allowing that prejudice to create that stereotype that just yeah. because you're 
Marshallese, you're not, but just because you're Marshallese, yeah. I put you into that category yeah. because that may be as a, a bigger problem in our community yeah. mm -hmm. than than what we're having the discussion about the black issue. Well, that, what happens but, yeah. is that you 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 run into the the area of of, of racism because. Um, the prejudice really is just having a preconceived notion about somebody without having any type of interaction with them to, to yeah. gauge their character. But as soon as you use your power and your influence in order to be able to affect their lives, because what you've done there is a, once you make that determination that that person is Marshallese or Hispanic or whatever the case may be, and I'm going to deprive them of housing, you've now used your power and things that, quite frankly, God has blessed you with, and you're depriving somebody that could be a blessing to them, you're depriving it from them. So this is where racism can really be toxic because because when you take the blessings and the power that God has given you and you use it as a tool and weaponize it against people who, uh, who are also children of God, that's, that's not who we're supposed to be as Christians. And we have yeah. to make sure that we self-check ourselves and say, that's a child of God too. And though we still need to use wisdom in terms of, okay, I'm going to do the background check. I'm going to do the credit check. I'm going to do those things. And yeah. this person, you know, has not shown a record of, of good behavior in this area. That's wisdom, but it wasn't yeah. predicated based on yeah. you just yeah. look like you won't do it the way that you're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause in the words of Martin Luther King, you know, talked about the famous speech that his children grow up to be judged by their character, character exactly. by the color of their skin. And yeah. that's where I think we, as human beings today have got to make sure because and I like something because you and I discussed a little bit of this yesterday mm -hmm. in staff meeting, but you because we we had the discussion a couple of years ago on a Sunday morning, but I really like what you said. This isn't a one-time discussion. It's not a one-time podcast. It's not a service we do on Sunday morning, but yeah. this needs to be an ongoing conversation that we have just because just like we value the Word of yeah. God and we realize to renew our mind, it's, it takes the continual yeah. washing ourselves in the Word of God and being in that sure. environment to change a mindset, you know, because you can't, we're not looking for behavior modification. Yeah. We want to go down to the root, you know, past, yeah. you know, because behavior is just a byproduct of the convictions we the walk in. And mm -hmm. the conviction is just based upon the belief system we have at the core of our yeah. life, which is the root of our life. That's where we got to really go back into and really peel back the layers of our life and That's right. ask yeah. ourselves the question, do I view this person differently yeah. or just because yeah. they're this way? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and you know, and it's, it's a heart, it's a good heart check for all of us yeah, it at is. this time. It is. And it's really, um, I use the example that as an instructor, w when you're teaching somebody something, a lot of times they'll screw something up or they'll make a mistake, but it's not what they made the mistake on. It's truly getting to the root cause. Like what is the yeah. actual reason why you believe this? Or what yeah. is the actual reason why you did that? Yeah. yeah. And so many times we look at the symptomatic top level and say, oh, well, clearly that's the problem. Yeah. No, it's not. Like yeah. that's the surface level. That's the symptom of the problem. You haven't actually gotten to the root cause of what the issue exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. When you get to the root cause of the issue, and we talked about it a little bit at the first part of this, but the root cause of, of why are people why are people accepting of the mindset that just uh, because of race or ethnicity or color or background or anything like that that somehow you're different? Yeah. Uh, the root cause of that is that one you you have not humbled yourself to understand or to try to get an understanding of where they're coming from and who they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you've got to be able to take that step because just like we talked about before, not to recap it. That Jesus met people for where they were at. Yeah. Well, you can't meet somebody for where they're at if you've never stopped and taken the time to figure out where is that. Yeah, and you have to. And specifically speaking to Enid, uh, if you're looking at a local area, it a hundred percent we do have a problem. Everybody, you know, what's the first when people move to Enid? What's the first thing when people are looking for a house? Stay away from the east side. Stay away from the east side. Yeah. Why do you stay away from the east side? Well, you know, that's where the uh, that's where the riffraff yeah. and you know, you're going to have issues. Yeah. Why? Why are you going to have issues? Yeah. What, how do you how do you know? Have you ever been to the east side? Yeah, have you ever yeah. lived in the east side? Well, yeah, but I've seen the house. No, yeah. you haven't. Have you ever visited or or talked to or spoken to 
I tried to do any sort of outreach to people. There are great mm. people who live on the wonderful, east side. Wonderful yeah. people. We who have the same yeah, heart in Orlando. Yeah. 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 It, you know, on the west side is the east side. It is. There is. Yeah. But, 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 we tend uh, to fall into those little ruts. Yeah. But I, you're right. I mean, we all do it. I mean, confessions of a pastor. You know, if I have two groups of people come into church <laughs> and one looks like he's got a very well put together and a businessman versus yeah. somebody that doesn't look like it looks like they've been homeless, for me to go give that guy yeah. that looks like put together more attention and more of my time than the guy that looks like he's homeless or yeah. you know unemployed, yeah. that's wrong. Yeah. yeah, I mean the Bible even very much clearly tells us that that particular situation. Yeah. So yeah. again, it's not just a black issue; it's just the way we see our brothers and our sisters. Yeah. Do we truly? Love the all the people in our world the same. And, yeah. and there's something, man. I got to piggyback off that because that's such a good point. Is that, and then I'll shut up and get, and get to. You're good. I know you You're good. Is <laughs> is that that statement right there of of um, is it wrong for us to do that? Yeah. Is the problem is is the real problem the fact that you did it? I would argue no. The real problem is when you ignore the fact that you did it. Yeah. There you go. The real problem is that if if you have a problem, because the reality is, mate, we're human. We have our own life experiences. We have our own experiences and wisdom that we've it, it, wisdom or stupidity that we built our opinions and our biases mm-hmm. off of. Mm-hmm. The problem doesn't because it, the problem is not the fact that you have a bias because we're human and we do. The problem is the fact when you convince yourself that you don't have a bias and there's not a problem and that you're fine and you don't need to intrinsically evaluate yourself. Because that would be like saying, no, 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 I don't have a problem. But then you actually never pay attention to the person who stinks yeah. or yeah. it does has trashy clothes or yeah. I say trashy yeah. clothes that isn't put together. Um, to ignore that yeah. is to accept that, one, you don't believe you have a bias and, two, that you're in the right. And the reality yeah. is I don't think there are – there are. it takes a very intentional act – yeah. for you to stop and to evaluate yourself and to be honest with yourself and say, you know what? I think I do have a bias. Yeah. yeah. I think I do. I, I think I do actually. Yeah, and then we just yeah. make the correction and go on. But exactly. Until we yeah, examine it, or have yeah. the conversation, you know, Jonathan, if he come into me and said, Pastor, I noticed you gave that guy more attention than that. Yeah. yeah. Then to me, oh, man, thank yeah. you. And, and it's not about you having yeah. a bias. It's the fact that you have created a system that now we can walk up to each other and we can be brothers and sisters yeah. in Christ and say, hey, I noticed you did this exactly like you said. Yeah. It's not the issue that you did it. It's the fact that you're trying to ignore yeah. that yeah. there's an issue. Exactly. And just we, having the conversation. And we yeah. can't ignore it anymore. Yeah. yeah. You know, you talked a little while back and started talking about underlying issues. And one of the things that I really wanted to talk about was the uh, the riots themselves, mm. uh, yeah. because yeah. that that's yeah. that's that's a relevant issue. And mm-hmm. you know, and there's there's there is a um, a thought process that's out there that. Um, that that can be problematic, and I think if we if we really take a step back and we start looking at underlying issues, and yeah. I think there's there's two factors at play when we start talking about riots. I think you you first you have a, a group of people who are frustrated about what it is that's taking place, yeah. and the things historically that continue to take place year after year. And Martin Luther King put it this way: uh, a riot is the voice of the unheard. And so you have those people who are crying out for for please listen to what it is that we're telling you. This is a problem. We need your help. Mm-hmm. But then there's another area, another group that's present. And there, there's people who are specifically looking to create chaos and to be able to uh, uh, take a hold of this uh, of this mm-hmm. movement and to undermine what it is that's taking place. Mm-hmm. And what I want to make sure that people understand and people don't allow to happen is that you forget about the reason why this mm-hmm. is taking, why we're here right yeah. now and why we're talking yeah. about it. We forget about it because of the destruction of people who are trying to create chaos. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not fair 
uh, uh, to, to, to Mr. Floyd. It's not fair to Mr. Aubrey. Any of the individuals or the families that are still grieving over the fact that their family mem- members were slain unjustly in this country, yeah. it's not fair to them to have to face, uh, to deal with this or to feel forgotten or neglected again because now they're 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 now being traumatized again yeah, because yeah, yeah. Uh, and and it's unnecessary. So for us, we need to keep focused on what the initial trauma was. Yeah. And then do what we're supposed to do as Christians is to empathize with those people who are having mm-hmm. the uh, yeah. that, that are suffering and to and to grieve with them and then stand with them afterwards to say how do we keep this from ever happening yeah. again? Yeah. yeah. Because the riots to me has muddled the message yeah. that we need to hear in that because without having conversations, without doing what we're doing, yeah, we yeah. tend to just kind of default to, well, it just kind of puts it all into the same bucket sure. in that. Yeah. But that's the reason why we're having the discussion today. There is yeah. a message that we want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, the rioting is not right. The stealing, the looting, the destruction nope. of property, that's not right. Not but right at all. And, and, you got to really separate that. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. can't all loop it together. Well, it's just that now. Yeah. yeah. But there is a message, yes. there is a voice that we need to hear, yeah. and it's not going to come until we stop and have conversations yes. in that. Because we're, yeah. not, we're not sitting here trying to push this big, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? We just need to have conversations and examine our hearts. That's yeah. what our intention as the body of Christ is, and make sure that we are loving the way that Jesus yeah. loves, uh, that we're supposed to doing who and being who we're supposed to be. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, building I, the bridge. Yeah. And all we have to do is go back to the to, uh, to the to the crucifixion. As Jesus is on the cross and he looks to his left and his right, he's looking looking at two criminals that are justly being being punished for the crimes that they committed. But if you remember, he says, I, "I'm going to see you in the kingdom of heaven." Mm. As he looked out to the crowd and the people that were cheering about him being crucified, and as he's being uh, 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 jeered and spit on and and all these yeah. things, he looks at them and he says, "Jesus, forgive them, for they know not what they do." Yeah. Our response to the people who, who, many of which don't realize the pain in which they're causing, but they're just, you know, we know the term hurt people, hurt yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Our responsibility and our call to them is to reach out to, to them with compassion and yeah. say, what can we do in order to be able to keep this from happening again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Well, that's good. And one thing I just, I know we're running out of time, but I just, we all want to encourage you that are watching right now is to really filter through the things you say, and especially social media, you know, because it's very easy to see it from the lens of our world that we create around us. In a diverse world, you just got to be careful what you're putting out there because we can think, oh, that's what I believe and that's my stance. But what you believe in your stance may be offensive to somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, and so as the body of Christ, we just need to be aware, you know, that we have a voice, you know, we're all any. The moment you identify as a Christian, you are a leader. Yeah. We're salt and we're light in our world, and we just got to make sure our light's shining unhindered. Yeah, I, I'll I'll put out a a challenge, and here's oh, here's shoot. the so yeah, yep, yep. Here's the challenge. Here's the challenge. And maybe yours is going to be different. You might get two challenges, but here's the one. Rather than putting out a social media post, oh my gosh, here it is. is ra- so rather than putting out a social media post, my challenge to you is this: find somebody from a differing background or a different perspective, invite them to dinner, have them to your house. Mm-hmm. Sit down across from them for the table. Find out. Don't start asking them about the, the riots or this, that, and the other. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to find out about who they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want you to take an interest in their life, interest in their family, and who they are as human beings. That's good. One day the question in the conversation is going to come up about you know racial injustice or where we are as a country and these things. These con- conversations always come up yeah. amongst friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We heal these wounds 
by mm. building bridges and creating friends yeah. and, and growing the body of Christ. That That's so my good. challenge to you. Yeah. That is so good. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to believe me when I say this is the same challenge, but yes, <laughs> literally, literally, I'll, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just add on to that and say, before uh, you decide to go off and give the world what your opinion is, um, I would encourage you to 10 times before you do that, ask somebody where they're, what is going on in their life and to try to humble your, not try, just humble yourself and find out where they're coming from. Yeah. Like wh- wh- exactly what you said, invite them over to dinner. Before we project our opinion upon the world, let's realize that our opinion is so so much less important than it is to do as Christ did and understand where people are coming from. Yeah. Let's stop trying to project what we think and start start trying to learn what we see from from people from where they're yeah. at, uh, from from what they're going through. Because yeah. then you can now we can start changing things because we understand, yeah. not because we say we think we do. Yeah. And, and that's one of the greatest things that I think, honestly, we can do. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, I mean, we're all doing this. We're all going to take this next step. So it's not just us yeah. giving you a challenge. It's the same thing we, we we would encourage for ourselves and all of our friends and family here at World Harvest Church on the Real Podcast is, listen, yeah. it's time to change. And the yeah. change begins with us. And it's yeah. not just lip service. Like, it's no it's no kidding. It's, it's time to get after it. Yeah. Amen. Let's get, let's well, get so, after it. That's so, it. guys, thanks for joining us on the Real Podcast, where we always, like I said, encourage you to live a relevant, engaging, actionable life. This is part one. We're going to have part two coming back where again we're diving into this because this is the first of many discussions there may yeah. be part 84 yeah. but it's it's just the beginning of a discussion that has to continue we love yeah. you guys so much make sure that you subscribe to the real podcast right here share it with your friends because listen we're not afraid of controversy controversy this is what being a christian believer is is about is bringing up the truth and the light in the situation we love you and we'll see you guys next time right here on the real podcast